Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Between the Glass podcast with your hosts, Ian Teichler and Femi Akinloy. And Ian, uh, let's get started with a story that actually broke uh, at the end of our last show. The Vancouver Canucks uh, Calgary Flames game was postponed. Great. We caught it just before we stopped. Um, and it is quite, it's become uh, quite the story. Uh, as of right now, there are 17 Canucks on the NHL's COVID protocol list. Travis Boyd, Jalen Chatfield, Thatcher Demko, Alex Edler, Adam Gaudet, who sort of started all this, Travis Hamnick, Jace Horluck, Nils Hoaglander, Braden Holtby, Bo Horvat, Quinn Hughes, Zach McEwen, Mark McCallis. I've never, actually never heard of him. Uh, Tyler Mott. Oh. Okay, that explains it. Tyler Mott, Tyler Myers, Anton Roussel, and Brandon Sutter. The scary thing is they have the Brazilian variant, uh, which is supposed to be, I believe, two times more contagious, uh, which is not good. Uh, It's not good at all. So the NHL was expecting them to come back to practice tomorrow. Not happening, clearly. And uh, I'm not... I don't think they play 56 games. I think that's out of the question. And I'm I'm not sure if they even come back and finish the season. Ian, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think they will come back. Mm-hmm. I Okay. It depends on how long the season gets extended, because it probably will. I don't think it's going to be necessarily because of the Canucks, but... There are a lot of teams that are cutting it close to actually finish the season. So I think because of this, in part, they might extend the season a bit just to get a few more games in. Uh I don't think they play all 56, though, but I do think that they probably come back and play a few more. Yeah. So what I heard from Elliot Friedman on the latest uh, 31 Thoughts is that you know, we're probably going to delay, they're probably going to delay the North Division playoffs, um, no matter what, because of, Mont- first of all, Montreal still has to get some games in at the end, um, and uh, Vancouver. Um, so the season will probably be, they'll probably play some games at the end. Don't know how far they'll go to extend the season, but expect some games to be put in at the end of the season for teams to play Vancouver. Um, and let's, I don't think like when Vancouver comes back, they're probably not coming back with the same team. Like uh, they're, they've called up some players from the AHL. So if, when they come back, you're probably not going to be seeing this, this regular, you know, Vancouver, you're probably going to see like, half AHL, half NHL. Like, it's not going to be ideal. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, you feel – I feel bad for Vancouver. Like, it's, it really sucks. They're not making the playoffs, obviously. Um, there's no chance. There's yeah. no chance with this postponement. And even if you're going to do it by points percentage or whatever, they don't have the points percentage. They're like, they're below 500. They don't have a chance. Um, well, but, especially if you're doing it by points percentage. Yeah. They especially. were on a heater and they, some people thought that there was a chance that they could make it, but 
now after this there's no way because yeah they're too far out of it and they're not going to be able to make up enough games no they will not be able to make up enough games uh so before we move on i uh, just want to send my condolences thrust prayers to everyone going through covid i've heard it's not been great there have been some bad some players are experiencing some bad symptoms uh others are fine but uh i hope everyone gets better um and hopefully nothing nothing bad happens comes out of this no hospitalizations or anything uh and like i i didn't mention this but with this 17 player covid list this is not just the players that have been infected like the staff there's a lot of staff members who have COVID and the NHL is operating under the assumption that Edward is going to test positive. So that just makes it worse. Um, but let's move on to uh, an interesting story that broke. Uh, Kyle Palmieri was scratched uh, in, t- in anticipation of a trade coming in the next couple days. So Ian, where do you think Cal Palmer will be traded to? <sighs> okay. I think the Islanders. Oh, they were talking they about that. for him. On and 31 they're, thoughts. They're still, like, at the very top of the league. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, 31 thoughts, guys. They mentioned that. I, I, I agree. I think the Islanders are, would be a good fit for him. Another sleeper team I have in there. I don't know how they'll be able to pull this off, but Boston. I thought you would say that, and they can pull it off if they want to, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, probably they could do that. Boston. The reason I say New York instead of Boston is because currently – they have that spot on their left wing of the top line wide open. Currently, yeah. it's being filled by Leo Komarov, but that's not <laughs> that's not stay. Yeah, they're gonna replace that. I like, I do think the Islanders are the the team. They have to be the favorite to to land Palmieri. Um, but Boston could be that sleeper team, but I do think Palmieri will probably be traded to the Islanders. Uh, he does have 17 points in 34 games, only eight goals. Not great, but this he he can score. He can score, and you can probably th- you can throw him on the first line, and he'll he won't exactly replace Anders Lee, but he'll be he'll be a decent. He'll be pretty close. Anders yeah. Lee is not the best he's pretty good but he, gap he's not isn't the that one. yeah the gap isn't like super large or anything yeah it i think that the islanders are going to get either him or taylor Hall. Mm-hmm. yeah so let's hope by the time we film our next show on wednesday or thursday one of the two days that the trade has broken and we can finally have another trade to talk about because it has been just complete silence. Like, there's been nothing, which quite surprising because the trade deadline is in, like, one week. So. Yeah. I think for some of the players, they're waiting till the last possible time because 
they they want to get as much as they can for them, or mm-hmm. they want to see if they're even gonna make, uh, or if they're gonna make the playoffs or have a chance at it, maybe, in yeah. like Nashville's case. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, uh, I just want to ask you: Do you think, straight up, just do you, who do you think gets that final spot in the in the uh, what was it called? in the central division because the top three is locked up. Like no one's catching Tampa, Carolina, or Florida. That's locked up. But then you have, you have Nashville, Chicago, Dallas, Columbus, probably out of it, but still have Columbus. And then Detroit is probably done. Who do you think gets that final spot? I think that it's going to be Nashville. Really? Yeah. I don't disagree. I, with you. I think that they'll make it. They'll be very mm-hmm. mediocre. As long as they don't get anybody at the deadline, then I think that it's fine to just stay put. Uh-huh. But if they give up any assets, then they're just kind of digging themselves into a hole. Yeah, that I like, don't I wouldn't understand that. If you're trying to get ass or give up assets, what playoff push are you going on? Like you are playing one of Tampa, Florida, Carolina in the first round probably going to get like swept or losing five there's no point in trying to spend assets to to try to make or do anything because yeah the nice thing about this season is only one of those teams is going to face uh are going to come out of that division if you're a fan of another team yep all three would probably be legitimate contenders because they're like Two of them are top three in the league in terms of points in mm-hmm. Florida and Tampa. Yeah. So good news for you if you're a fan of a team not in that division. Only one of them gets out of it. Yep. It'll be interesting to see which one, uh, which team comes out of it. Um, so the Columbus Blue Jackets, they are bad, folks. They are bad. Okay. Let me just read out their stats. It's all bad. Like there's no there's no positives here. So starting offensive goals, they're 28th in the league, 2.4 goals per game. Not good. Shots on goal, 26th, 29 shots on goal per game. Power play percentage, 27th, 14.1. Bad. And then faceoff percentage, 27th, 46.4. Bad. Defensive stats. This is supposed to be a team that's good defensively. Goals allowed, 25th, 3.15, bad. Shots on goal allowed, 25th, 31.8, bad. Penalty kill, 21st, 77.2%, bad. There is nothing good. They're in the bottom 10 and everything. Yeah. And for a team that was supposed to be better this year, was all fine, eh? It's all bad, and I don't see – I don't know what the future is. Like, Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. They're playing Roslevic on the fourth line. I, I don't Line is not doing anything, and I like, don't think that's entirely his fault. No, I just don't – I just think he needs to get as far away from Tortorella as he can. Like, 
John Tortorella is not putting him in a spot to succeed. I don't think Columbus resigns and Tortorella. No, no, they should not. They they shouldn't. They yeah. should not. I, I don't see a bright future for this team. Like who's coming to save them? Like in prospects. They drafted a guy who was supposed to go in the third round, Igor Chinnikov or Chinnikov. Like, are you kidding me? Okay, to be fair, he's been decent. He's been decent, but... He's been, like, better than Amirov, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Actually, he he wasn't a bad pick. He wasn't a bad pick, but, like... The main thing about Columbus is they they haven't had any picks in the last two years because of the 2019 playoffs. Or trade deadline, I mean, when they mm. gave everything away for like Matthew Shane, Brian Dezingle. Like for me, I understand why they went all in, right? Because for tickets, for you want to give your fans, you know, you want to give them something to cheer about, blah, blah, blah. Elliot Freeman was saying this, but why? Like you did all that just to make it to the second round. Like, when I've been thinking about this a lot as well, when is Columbus coming to the playoffs as a team, as the team to beat, like the favorite in their series? Like when have they come in and they've not not been the wild card team? Like I can't think about, I can't think of a, a time. They're always all Columbus, you know. They're they're the story. They're all they're just squeaking in, but they'll give you a little scare. They'll give you a scare. They're never like, oh, we're we're the number one team in our division. Watch out for the Columbus Blue Jackets. They'll go on a run. No. This this era has just been just get into the playoffs, lose in the first or second round, and done. The first round, because first they round made it to the second round more than once in their yep. entire franchise history. Yeah. So you get in, you make it, and you lose in the first. What is the point? People are like, oh, Columbus. Columbus has success. Columbus, this, where, where is the success? Like, show me the success. I don't see it. Sure, you swept Tampa Bay. Good for, good for you. Good for you. What else have you done? What else have you done? Okay. To be fair, that's a pretty big deal. They haven't done anything else, though. They did sure. beat Toronto last year. But that's the thing. Montreal beat Pittsburgh last year. We're not like, sure, you beat Toronto. Cool. You lost in the first round again. Again. Just everyone's talking about, oh, Toronto always loses. Columbus. One time they've gotten out of the first one time. One. And yet we're calling this Yarmo Kekalainen era a success. I think we have to stop praising teams for just getting in, just making into the playoffs, just to lose in the first round. I'd rather my team, you know what, suck. Get us a good lottery pick so we can properly rebuild, and then we'll be good. So we can be like Washington, like Pittsburgh, like all like Colorado, all these good teams. So or we can keep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said Washington, Pittsburgh, Colorado, right? So I, I said, well, I don't know why I said Washington and Pittsburgh. I was thinking okay. more of the past, like Stanley Cup champions. 
Okay, because Washington and Pittsburgh both hit the lottery. Yeah. In 04 and 05. Mm-hmm. So that's not really happening. <laughs> Unless no. you do it in 22 and 23, maybe. But anyway, but, like, that's not entirely the point. But, or, okay, like, mm-hmm. Colorado kind of got lucky with Kale McCarr a little bit. Yeah, okay. I guess Colorado is a good example. But the thing is, or you can also end up being like Edmonton or like Buffalo. Yes, That's but, why GMs don't like rebuilding most of the time. But you just look at all, look at teams. You have to go through pain to get to success. You have to go through the rain to get to the rainbows. Like, uh, let me bring up, let me find this Instagram post that I saw from somebody. Uh, where is it? Here it is. 2012-2013 standings, right? Florida yeah. was in last. Colorado was in 29th. Tampa was in 28th. 2020-2021 standings. Florida's first. Colorado, second. Tampa, third. Rebuilding works if you do it right. If you don't, you don't have rebuild. 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 Okay. It's not enough just to get in the first round and lose. So you're, you're picking. Mm-hmm. Got lucky with Berhage, Hornquist, Wenberg, Duclair, and whoever else has but been see, doing these really were, these good were, this year. These were smart signings, and that okay. Hornquist trade was that pretty year, good. That year, they got Huberdo, which was smart. Yes, because they sucked. Colorado got McKinnon. Yes, because they or was sucked. It, no, it was Barkov that year, not Huberto. And then Tampa Point is, he's got still a good and traded him for Sergeyev, which was smart. Smart, yes. Like, Colorado, when was their last can't-miss prospect? Like, you can point to... I personally think Pierre-Luc Dubois is a little overrated. Columbus? You said Colorado. I meant Columbus. I meant Columbus. I I missed them up. I was thinking they've had quite a few. (laughs) They've had quite a few. Like, when was Columbus' last can't-miss prospect? Rick Nash. Man, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Wierenski's up in two years, I'm pretty sure. Death Jones is up in two years. Like, I I don't see any – if you're a Columbus fan, I feel bad for you. You have no future. I don't see anything coming. Chinakov's good. He's or he's decent, I guess. But yeah. there's no that's one per, that's one player. And what, yeah. what are you gonna they, do with your goalies? No prospects. Too? What are you gonna do with your goalies? Are you gonna lose one of them in expansion draft because you don't trade them away? Like there's no way Seattle's not gonna take one of Corpusella or Rumors Lickens. There's no way. Okay. Let's let's take a look at that. Because I don't have them taking one of Merzlikens or Corpusalo. Really? Not necessarily, but yeah, it could happen, I guess. Because, like, neither of them have been amazing this year or anything. Yeah, and but... There's better goalies available. Look at Minnesota. Say... Say they're not say they're protecting Dumba. 
Mm-hmm. Then Seattle's taking Cam Talbot. He was a yeah. good goalie. Minnesota's and then another. It's like Chris Creature or you could get Jake Allen. Yeah. There's a lot of I guess there's a lot, but I don't know. I don't think the expansion draft is the, their biggest worry. I just mm-hmm. think that uh yeah, I guess Columbus isn't doing very well. Like I just don't see a future. Like you needed goal You're, scoring, like I get it. Like Pierre Luc Dubrov requested a trade. You didn't want to trade him, but you traded him for Patrick Line, who now plays with who? Center. No. Max Domi and Eric Robinson. Congrats. That's quite that's quite the line. That's that's quite the line. Max Domi, who couldn't even be a center in Montreal. In Montreal. When was the last number one, legit number one center Montreal had? I will wait. They literally had I, David DeHarnay on their first line in 2015. David DeHarnay. I guarantee you, some of you have never heard of this man. He's like 5'9". And I'm done. I know who he is. I he's think he's not, playing in Switzerland. Exactly. He's not a good center. Max is overpaid. Okay. Fair. A little, that's not the biggest deal. He's not the, it's not the biggest deal. Of course not. But he is overpaid. He's not. I think their only future players who they have right now is to pick one of their goalies. Yeah. They, I think they have a couple good goalie prospects. Uh, goalies don't score goals, man. I know that. And then they have, if they can bring one of them back, Seth Jones, Zach Wierenski. Wierenski is an RFA, so they're going to be able to bring him back, probably. Yeah. Yep. And then gonna... their only future forwards are Jack Roslovic and... Um, okay, wait, let me think. Jack Roslovic, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Alexander Texier, and maybe Patrick Line if he wants to stay there. Yeah, that's... Oh, I, I don't... Yeah, I agree. I think they might need to rebuild. Yeah, yeah. I, you gotta... You gotta know when it's time. Like, man... You can't just keep trying to get in. Like, if they buy at this deadline, then I don't think they will. If they do, I swear. If I'm a Columbus fan, I am smacking Yarmo Kekalainen and John Tortorella and their owner and every player on that team. Why would you buy? Just to get smacked in the first round by Carolina, Florida, or Tampa Bay. I don't care if you, oh, we're going to go on another miracle run to lose in the second round. Yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, I don't care. Like I actually don't care. S- show me your success. They don't have it. Exactly, and people are going, "Oh, Montreal fan, what have you? At least we made it to the conference final, okay? At least we did something." Colorado has done not, or Colorado, Columbus, nothing. Okay, that's enough on that's enough on Columbus. I I could honestly talk about how they suck for for days and days. I could scream it to the mountains. Rebuild, Yarmo Kekalainen, do the right thing 
and rebuild for God's sake. Please. Okay. So you know it's the right thing to do. Do it. Let's move, let's go to uh to a little new segment. Um where I will be embarrassing Ian. <laughs> uh guess that Gohorn. So I'm gonna play Gohorn. You guys can play along at home too. Uh Ian, you are gonna guess that Gohorn, all right? Sure. Uh, disclaimer, Ian is really bad at this. Somehow he's bad. I, I don't I don't think he even listens to the goal horn when he watches games. I which don't. Is, I watch the goals. Which is surprising. The goal, the goal horn is like the best part, which is, I, I don't know why he doesn't watch them. So, Ian, I'm going to get you to turn away from your screen. Ian? Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> Are you away? Are you looking away? Yes, I'm looking away. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I've right. been waiting. Okay. The Habs got scored on with like eight seconds left in the period. Yep, again. I saw that. I saw that. It's annoying. It's annoying me. All right. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Sorry, ad. we got an ad, folks. Enter to win double prizes. All right, you can look now if you want. I forget. Okay. Okay, I, I definitely remember it, like... I'm pretty sure there's only really one option, but I have no idea. Hey, look away it's for a American second. Team. Are you looking away? Uh, not right now. It's an American team. Yeah, you can... Okay, I'm looking away. Uh... Any guesses, Ian? And folks at home, any guesses? I'm gonna guess Detroit. Who was it? Man, you are really bad at this, aren't you? Uh, folks, that was Vegas. Oh. With the, okay. I don't like that horn at all. Or uh, at all. Um, you know what? Before we end our, before we end the show, at the end, I'll probably rank my five favorite gold horns. Just for fun. Just for fun. So, Ian, you are 0 for 1. All right, Absolutely. look away. Look away. Okay. Um, This is Chicago. Congrats! Got okay. it. We got That's it. That's what I thought. I was going to be so disappointed. I played this goal horn so many times that I was going to be so disappointed if you didn't get it. Congrats. Yeah. 
So Ian, okay, one for one two. More. Two more. I have two more. One for look away. Okay. Look away. Look away. Yeah. All right. My bad. <laughs> I messed up, guys. We're gonna have to do that again. Okay, look away again because it's gonna go yeah. right to where it was. Look away, still look away. Dang it, you I probably already gave it away. Okay, one more, let's go. Okay, I already know. Vic is a good bull song. That's the maple leaf. That's like basically the only one I hear because Colorado games don't show here and they're the main team that I watch in Canada. So yeah, I, Ian, I got that one. Two for three. Nice. All right. Okay, I'm not getting the next one because you're going to make it hard. Look away again. Yeah. Look away for a sec. Okay. Okay. Any guesses, Ian? <sighs> okay. I know it's not Boston. <laughs> That's basically it. I really don't know. Just say a team. Uh, New Jersey. No, you were actually decently close there, but you're incorrect. It is the New York Islanders. Oh. All right, folks, well, that that wraps up. Guess that goal horn, Ian, two for four. Actually, very surprised. I expected him to go over four, but uh, he, he surprised me. So, uh, let me just. Uh, quickly give everybody who actually listens to the goal horn at home or listens to the goal horns when they are scored or when people score, they actually pay attention unlike somebody. Let me put you on and let me, let me tell you what are the five best goal horns in the league, all right? So Ian will not be, uh, you don't need to look away because uh, number five I won't play it, but it is the New York Islanders goal horn. One, just you just listen to folks. It's pretty dang good, in my opinion. It's it's elite. It's quite the horn. Plus, the goal yeah. song is pretty good. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Number four. 
Number four, Toronto. I already played it, so I won't play it again. But it's pretty. It's it's good. It's boosted by the I fact like that Toronto's. Toronto's is song. probably my favorite one, but that's probably because I haven't listened to most of them. I mean, you're not wrong. Like Toronto's is really good. The yeah. goal song is also. I like the goal song a lot. I, uh, yeah. I do. I do admit I I'm quite the fan of uh of the goal song. And at number three, sweet. I need to make sure I'm not forgetting this team. Um, okay, it's a little biased. But Montreal. A little biased, but. I haven't even heard it. Or I have, but I just don't remember it. I, I like it better. It's better in arena, or it's better like live. In when you're watching a Canadians game in here, you've never been to Montreal. Suzuki scores three. It's so <laughs> high pitched. Uh, it's almost like like you can't tell me it's not too different from this one. Hello, Hungry Hockey fans. Steve Daniel here. Join me as I make one of my favorite intermission recipes with Cavendish Farms. Like, this is, like, pretty high-pitched, too. Yeah. Okay, what's your second favorite? Second favorite? It's close between these two teams, but... Oh, yeah. I thought this was your favorite. Nope. Second. This is elite, folks. Your, it, notice as, your favorite team as well. I hate this horn when it's against my team, but man, is it a it's a good horn. I'm sure Leafs fans yeah. also hate this horn, but uh, I digress. The best horn in the league, however. Oh. You already played it. I'm playing it again, folks. I like to do some better. This one has arguably the best goal song in the world. In fact, sorry to interrupt. This is literally my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's actually really good, folks. So Blackhawks, in case you didn't know. Yeah, it's Chicago Blackhawks. Um, so now you know when you're watching New York Islanders, Maple Leafs, uh, Canadians, was... Bruins, and Blackhawks, pay attention to their goal warrants and goal songs. It's pretty good. Uh, so we didn't get any questions for uh, you ask, we answer. So we won't be able to ask or answer any questions because we didn't get any. But I uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Tomas Tatar just tied the game and Montreal Canadiens and Edmonton Oilers are tied at two. 
woo, oh, woo, then woo. I must be behind because I haven't seen that yet. But oh, I just got a Twitter notification from Eric Angles. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I should probably wrap it up. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed, follow us on our socials Twitter at BTGHKY pod, YouTube between the glass podcast. I haven't posted a YouTube video in a little bit because uh, let me just rant a little bit. Anchor makes it, I love Anchor. They post our podcast to Spotify, Google Podcasts, soon to be Apple Podcasts, everywhere. But man, they make it so hard for, uh, <laughs> they make it so hard for me to actually clip uh, the clips I want to clip. They make it so hard to find the clip. Like it took me 20 minutes to just clip uh, the segment from last show where we were talking about the, the defenseman who has the best defense in the North it took me 20 minutes just to find out that IMU does not let you post anything 15 minutes or longer. That's annoyed. That annoyed me. It takes, it's so hard just to clip it right where you want it. And it takes, it takes so long. So that's why uh, I haven't been posting the YouTube videos and the TikTok because it's, it's really annoying to try to clip. Uh, but I will be posting probably the Columbus clip because uh, <laughs> I was I think that was a good clip. It's a good clip to post. Uh, TikTok at Between the Glass Podcast, Instagram at Between the Glass Podcast, and then you find us wherever you get your podcasts, except for Apple Podcasts because they take three weeks to approve us. Um, so. We will see you in the next one.